Welcome to the Enlightened Discipline Podcast with Scott Stoffer, a certified financial planner in Silicon Valley. The Enlightened Discipline Podcast is about moving you and your family towards better wealth. This podcast is purely educational. It's Scott's way of paying it forward, helping people make better financial decisions. And now, on with the show with Scott Stoffer and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to episode number 20 of the 10 Steps to a Better Investment Experience. Today we're going to be talking about step number 8, which is managing your emotions. But before we get too deep into that, Scott, would you mind telling us a little bit about the 10 steps that we've been going through? Matt, I'd be happy to. In these 10 Steps to a Better Investment Experience, what's great about these series is, and it's kind of funny, what's great about this series is you're not going to find the 10 steps on CNBC. It's not just sexy enough or it's not headline grabbing. You know, we're not talking about how to leverage your portfolio where leverage is, is using borrowed money. We're not talking about how to beat the market because we really don't think you can. We're not talking about the best stock trades in this market. We're not talking about how to bet so that you make money whether stocks are going up or stocks are going down. You're not going to find these 10 steps plastered on the cover page of Money Magazine or Forbes. And fundamentally, it's just because they're not products, tools, systems, etc. that Wall Street can package, market, and sell to you as a solution to meet your financial needs. They're just not set up like that. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about are ways to make your experience with investing better, ways to help you understand how capital markets work and how you can best participate in them. It's almost like we could go back and we could say that great poem, all I really need to know I learned in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And if we took that same idea, then we could say all I really need to learn about investing is in the 10 steps to a better investment experience. Nice. So step one was understanding market pricing. Step two was don't try to outguess the market. Step three was don't chase past performance. Step four was let markets work for you. Step five was take the right risks. Step six, practice smart diversification. Step seven, avoid market timing. And here we are at step eight, manage your emotions. Well, Scott, before we get into those, can you tell our audience a little bit more about something that I'm sure they've heard, but I've heard a lot of talk about this emotional roller coaster of investing? Yeah. You know, so many people struggle to really separate their emotions from their investing. Markets go up and down, and there really isn't anything we can do about it. So trying to react and change our portfolio to react to these current market conditions usually leads to making poor investment strategy decisions. You know, on our podcast notes, which we post with our blog articles relating to the podcast on our website, www.betterwealth.us. So if you go to the blog uh, section, you'll see the podcast notes. There's a really nice diagram that most of us have seen. It's like a sine wave or a roller coaster that goes up and down and up and down and up and down just sort of across the diagram. In this case, you know, we start our investing experience with optimism. And as the market's going up, we become elated. We're excited. We bought a little bit. And as the market's going up, we want to buy more when prices are high. But inevitably, as the market, you know, that roller coaster starts to go down a little bit, reaches the top and starts to go down, we become nervous. And then as the market continues lower, we become fearful. Somewhere down on the way bottom, we sold when prices were low. So as the market, you know, reaches the bottom, 
it starts to go back up and the cycle repeats itself. But inevitably, our emotions are telling us to, to buy high when we feel good and to sell low when we feel horrible. And it's just not what's going to work for us. Wait a second. Isn't that the exact opposite of what we're supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scott. So you've talked a little bit about this emotional roller coaster. Let's talk about how to manage emotions. This seems to be something that is not only something you're very passionate about, but something that you have a lot of experience in. So I'm excited to learn from you here. Yeah, we come up with five ways that we feel you can better manage your emotions regarding investing. So let's walk through those five things. The first one is have a plan. There's this great quote from uh, Lewis Carroll and, and Alice in Wonderland, and it goes like this, you know, would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? That depends a good deal on where you want to get to. I don't much care where. Then it doesn't matter which way you go. And again, what I like about that poem, what I like about that story is just that if we don't care where we go, then it doesn't matter which way we go. But yeah. most of us do care. And so the number one way we can control our emotions when the market is doing things that we don't understand or that make us nervous is have a plan. It's funny. When we go on vacation, we generally have a plan. Mm -hmm. We might not know what we're going to do every single day, but we have a plan. When we need to accomplish something at work, we have a plan. When we remodel our home, we have a plan. When we want to lose weight or get into shape, we have a plan. Trust me, when the police, fire, or medical providers are involved in something, <laughs> they have a plan. Yeah. When we're flying in an airplane, there's a flight plan, right? So we have all these different things where we have plans, and yet for our own investments, we normally don't have a plan. And so few investors actually have a financial plan. We talked a lot about this in an earlier episode, number 10, create a map, an investment policy statement. But one of the best ways you can control your emotions when you run into bad investing weather is to have a plan. So there's lots of other resources that we talk about. So again, number one, have a plan. The second thing we can do is get a coach. There's lots of great examples of the benefits of using a coach, a teacher or a mentor, some professional trained in their field. We've talked about personal fitness trainer, why people go to physicians, why people go to CPAs or attorneys or business coaches. All of these professionals can help us reach our goals faster with less mistakes and more success. It's really someone to keep you on track when you get sidetracked, when you get distracted, when you lose your focus, when you hear some bad news, right? Something to help you. And that coach can be a, a great sounding board and a great resource to redirect you back to your plan and say, whatever's happening in this moment is not really impacting your long-term plan, so stick with your plan. So that's number two, get a coach. Number three, ignore the headlines. Now we're gonna, this is sort of a sneak peek. We're gonna talk about this more in, in step nine, but the third step or the third way you can control your emotions when it comes to investing is to really ignore the financial news headlines. It never ceases to amaze me how the media will take a headline or it never ceases to amaze me how the media will make a headline out of the stock market moving up or down 10 points, less than 0.25%. These headlines are notoriously more volatile than the stock market itself, mostly because headlines are driven by a daily or sometimes even an hourly time frame. Your investment goals are driven by long-term goals, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. So trying to adjust your long-term portfolio to the short-term headlines just doesn't work. So what we need to do instead is don't pay attention to these short-term headlines. Understand them for what they are. They're gloom and doom for viewers to get good ratings so the advertising dollars come in, but they really don't help you control your emotions at all. So step number three, 
ignore the headlines. The fourth way we can really manage our emotions is don't follow the crowd. I'm reminded of some really good quotes from Warren Buffett where he says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. And that's just a really good quote to remind us that when the market is going up and everybody's feeling good and you're getting all these great ideas or you're feeling left behind and you wanna get involved, that's maybe a time when you start to get a little fearful. And when everybody is getting out and sort of saying, oh my gosh, I'm nervous, what should we do? Maybe that's a time to invest some of your money. You know, he goes on to say that the most important quality for an investor is temperament, not intellect. You need a temperament that neither derives great pleasure from being with the crowd or going against the crowd. When you have a plan, that was way number one. When you use a coach, number two, when you ignore the headlines, then it's a little easier not to follow the crowd. And then the fifth thing I think we can do to really help manage our emotions is I always say is practice some positive addictions. And we talked about this in an earlier episode as well. And there's really four positive addictions to combat stress or to help you manage your emotions. And the first one is exercise. The second one is work. Uh, the third one is solitude. And the fourth one is relationships. So real quick, you know, exercise does a really good job of just clearing our head and sort of refocusing us, getting to work. If we're worried about our investments and what's happening, just getting back to our jobs and getting going on some work that we enjoy is really good. Taking some time to, to have some solitude is, is really helpful. And then putting ourselves around relationships that make us feel better. So those are, I think, four things when we practice positive addictions that that can really help us. Well, Scott, thank you very much for your thought leadership today. I think that this is one of those things that truly separates you from a lot of other advisors because you truly understand the nature of things when it comes to investing. And I love how you're always talking about the long-term time horizon. I was just driving home a couple of days ago and on NPR, they were talking about, you know, and the Dow was up 23 points. And I was thinking to myself, you know what, the math on that just isn't a big deal. That's pretty much flat. But they make it into such a big deal, just like you were saying, which leads us into our next podcast. So today we've been talking about the uh, managing your emotions, step eight of the 10 steps to a better investment experience. And number nine is ignore the financial media. So number nine is ignore the financial media. This is when we're really going to talk in more detail how to ignore all of this noise and how to look behind the headlines. All right, Scott, yeah. thank you very much. Oh, what do you got? Yeah, no, I was just going to say and ignore the financial media, step number nine. I think this is one of the most important ones because this is the one that impacts us the most. This is the one that hits us every day, no matter what's happening. And so tune in for step nine. We'll have some good stuff for you. Well, thank you for your time today, Scott. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Discipline. Brought to you by Better Wealth, proudly serving Silicon Valley for over 15 years. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and at betterwealth.us, where Scott will share his insight on how to stay on track, in control, and achieve what matters. 